Hello and welcome. You are now listening to True to Your Core podcast, 20 minutes or less of courageous conversations that help you grow through what you go through. For women leaders, by women leaders. I'm Erica Diaz Castro. Let's get started. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to episode two of True to Your Core podcast. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro. I help women leaders bridge the gap between their personal and professional growth so they live in alignment with their purpose, break through personal limitations, and create a life they love through seasons of transition and beyond by empowering women with simple and effective strategies, individualized support, and creative solutions. I'm really excited to come on to the show today and talk through a very important topic, something that I actually talk about all the time, and that is living aligned. So today we're going to talk about the courage to live aligned. And as with anything, I like to offer definitions so that you know the context in which I'm using these terms and really understand what I mean so that you're not just out here assuming and applying your own definition, uh, which might skew the message. So I'll start off with reiterating the definition of courage. That is the ability to do something that frightens one or strength in the face of pain or grief. And I think everyone has had the opportunity to really show up in a courageous way this year because there's been fear in every corner of our lives do uh, throughout 2020. And I don't think that this year is much different with the exception of the pandemic um, than, you know, every other year. I think we're all faced with opportunities to really do stuff that scares us, you know, whether it's in our personal endeavors, in our professional endeavors, or both, whether those opportunities come in the form of relationships, whether they come in the form of, you know, taking risks in your finances or buying a house or whatever it is that you are setting out to do in your lives, you know, 2020 has just added more layers for us to navigate through and really work through uh, both individually and together. So that's courage. Alignment is a term I really focus on. If you look at my website, if you listen to any of the podcasts I've been a host, uh, a guest on, um, if you even listen to the most recent episode of Stronger Than You Think podcast, which is the mental health podcast I host, I talk about alignment all the time. It's on my social media, it's in conversations, it's, you know, just a, a, a term that I reference because it is something that shows up in our daily lives and it's not something, it's not a term that is so frequently used by everyone. I think a lot of people actually like the term balance. I stay away from the word balance because in my pursuit to apply that and to really, you know, try to achieve that in my life, I noticed that it is actually a much more misleading endeavor. So I'll define alignment for you. It, per my definition, is one's experience of acceptance, wholeness, integrity, connection, gratitude, and purposefulness. 
So notice the word and is there. It doesn't mean one or the other. It means all of it together. So again, it's one's experience of acceptance, wholeness, integrity, connection, gratitude, and purposefulness. Why does this matter? Well, first of all, it takes boldness and deep intention to live authentically. And it takes work to develop a consistently deeper awareness of self, especially if you're seeking to identify and understand where you potentially aren't accepting your whole self, linking back to that definition of one's experience of acceptance. You know, understand where you aren't consistent in saying what you mean and meaning what you say and doing what you say you'll do, that integrity piece. It's also important because we're so connected to the rest of the world via social media, instant access on phones, emails, etc., that we sometimes don't create space to connect to ourselves, especially those parts of ourselves that are struggling. So in a way to defend ourselves and to really protect ourselves, we become reactive. We also start to focus on problems rather than all the ways we're blessed, sometimes resulting in limited capacity to be solution seekers in our personal endeavors, which is also very much linked to the inability to disconnect from our professional endeavors. I think a lot of people, a lot of women specifically, leaders are constantly problem solving, finding a solution to overcome the impediment or the uh, opportunity that is before them in the professional arena. And that constant drive for results and constant, you know, stretching of yourself in that space really leaves you depleted at the end of the day. And it will often result in that chronic stress, that overwhelm, sometimes leave you on the brink of burnout because you're just always on. And a common area of opportunity is turning it off, right? Especially when you're home with your loved ones. Another reason it's important is because your sense of purpose gets lost in the shuffle of all these things. And you start going through the motions, not because you intended for that to happen, but because small things quickly become big things in our daily pursuits. You know, those little to-do tasks that we do, running reports, doing all the things, coaching others, you know, driving for results and all the things that we do in the professional arena. Again, that becomes the bigger issue in our day-to-day and that's what we focus on. So when that happens, we sometimes lose sight of the bigger picture, which is life outside of work, outside of the, the professional arena. And living in a bubble can result in narrowed focus. We know that. So I link it back to the title, The Courage to Live Aligned. Why is that courageous? Well, when we choose to prioritize ourselves after so frequently prioritizing other people, their priorities, activities unrelated to our own personal growth and development, etc., It can appear selfish or self-serving to suddenly shift into that space of wanting to put yourself first and really pour into yourself, Um, at least to other people and maybe even to yourself. Maybe you're thinking, how can I even dare, you know, ask for me time? What is me time? Um, I've had conversations with women and men who, when 
we bring up this idea or this concept of me time or downtime, it almost is like a, a first world problem. And I use air quotes when I say that, um, more of a privilege. And I don't disagree necessarily, but I do want to just highlight that whether you have the privilege of living in a space, in a country, in a you know, a, a safe environment where you can prioritize on those first world problems um, or not, you're always going to have your problems, right? So if your problems are personal development problems and not physical security problems, good for you. You know, there's still problems though. There's still things that you have to navigate, things, experiences that prompt you to move into seasons of stress that will adversely affect your wellness at times. Another reason I use the word courage is because we have to have hard conversations and implement boundaries to protect the space and time we allot to our own personal growth and development. And that is increasingly difficult in a world that continues to keep us super connected to others that really blurs the lines of what boundaries might be. And of course, living in cancel culture, if someone disagrees with you, they might try to shame you into thinking that you're wrong for wanting to establish a boundary and it's simply not the case. Now, I also use the phrase courage or the word courage in relation to living a line because doing this work is really uncomfortable sometimes. And if we're being frank, who wants to look at the parts of themselves that need work? I mean, it's uncomfortable to receive that feedback from others. So imagine trying to dig into yourself to uncover a realistic view of where you can improve. And I say realistic view because we often look at ourselves from a lens or through a lens that is much more idealistic. We want to see ourselves as good people, as, as well-intentioned humans. And I don't think we aren't well-intentioned when we are seeking to you know, be ourselves in different spaces when we are responding or reacting to something, but we're, we can always improve and it's important to recognize that. And courage also requires that we use mirrors around us in the form of people, our relationships, you know, observing how we respond to the things that mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually stimulate us and it takes courage to do that kind of work and to be effective so what do we do how do we do this living a line thing courageously i'm going to leave you with some some really actionable steps you can take today so if you're a journal person whip out your journal if you want to write a note in your phone or if you have you know the the little uh, recorder on your phone and you kind of talk into that. I know some people do that just to be able to come back to that and really sit with what you're working through. But however it is you decide to be with yourself, I hope that you consider and really try out the following. Number one is define alignment for yourself. What does that look like? What does wholeness? What does acceptance? What does integrity? What does connection and you know, purposefulness and gratitude look like for you. Number two 
is to prioritize alone time and allow yourself the space to process what you're experiencing, how you're feeling, and to complete those self-checks or audits, as I like to call them. Number three, and I probably should have led with this, is really knowing your purpose and how you're called to serve that purpose right now. This is easily one of the most life-changing things you can do yourself because you end up taking your days from ordinary to extraordinary, literally in an instant. Number four, find ways to serve others that are consistent with your gifts and notice how you bloom through those opportunities. And number five, just to reiterate, check in with yourself regularly. Now, I don't have much more for you today, but I do, in the spirit of offering you an opportunity to serve, just want to invite you to maybe leave a quick review if you're feeling generous today. And to thank you, I want to share a free resource I created, which I call the Self-Care Daily Check-In, which helps you do exactly what I shared. Take a few minutes to check in with yourself, body, heart, mind, and spirit. And the upside is that it's very straightforward. It really helps to get you in the habit of just creating space for a deeper awareness on a consistent basis. I'd love to get that into your hands. So before you submit your review, take a screenshot of your review, email it to podcast at castrostrong.com, and then post it. I'll verify the review and get that free resource over to you within 24 to 48 hours. Well, that's all I have for you today. I'm so grateful you were here. I'm very excited for the next one. And I look forward to partnering with you in your own personal growth pursuits. Have an awesome day. Before you go, I want to offer something really special. Right now, you can book a one-on-one call with me to receive a completely complimentary alignment audit. This service will help you identify how you're really doing when it comes to living aligned. If you're in transition, feeling off, disconnected from your purpose, or simply want a quick audit for self-awareness, this 30-minute session is for you. It's really just an opportunity for you to pause, raise your awareness, and be proactive in living aligned. It's an absolute must, and it's absolutely free. Availability is limited, so email podcast at castrostrong.com to take advantage today. I can't wait to connect with you.